Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Yes, it's James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 477 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you're joining us live here today on webmasterradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you happen to be joining us through a podcast on your smartphone, tablet, computer, or maybe your Wi-Fi radio, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry, because I am joined by what I've calculated to be our most frequently returning guest, uh, Vinny O'Hare, internet pioneer, podcaster, speaker, author, and a highly successful long-running affiliate marketer. And today we're going to continue uh, continue our conversation probably from a couple years ago now, or maybe a year ago, on why it still pays to think outside the box. Vinny started his journey uh, back in uh, the online world back in 1999, selling on eBay, which led him into developing websites for his own products and then into the affiliate marketing space. Vinny's a long-term suffering Atlanta Falcons fan, if I recall, and he's also a NASCAR fan. Vinny's a great friend of mine, and he seems to be a bit of a traveling Wilbury these days, and I just learned that he's currently, I believe, in Arizona and uh, I guess that's probably thanks in part to uh, the affiliate marketing world. Vinny, welcome back. Great to have thanks you. Thanks for having me, James. Yeah, it's good. I know sometimes I talk to you, you're in Brooklyn. Sometimes I talk to you and you're in uh, Arizona. And I understand you're currently you're in Arizona. Yeah, well, we're in uh, southern Arizona down in Tucson. Wonderful. And I guess uh, are you seeing any of the smoke from those California fl- uh, fires? No, not really. Uh, they're way too to the north of us. So okay, lucky okay. guy. Yeah, poor bugger. We did have a lot of wildfires down here though uh, last summer, so it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I know in British Columbia too, it was a record year for fires. We'd never had so many fires, and it was just they seemed to be nonstop. So we know we kind of know how y'all feel. So you and I had a chance to talk, and I was just looking back on a few of the episodes, and and officially you are. The most, uh, the number one guest on the show who's been back the most, and that's for obvious reasons. You're a blast to talk to. You got a ton of great information that y'all we share, and you're impossible to write headlines for because <laughs> you just happen to cover so many great topics. So I just talk. I just call it why it still think pays to think outside the box, and it's true. And I just to refresh your memory on some of the things we talked about in the past. You talked obviously about money making tips and strategies. I remember you talking about uh, getting the attention of CNN, which I guess these days is a little bit in different context, but we'll go back to that. Uh, of course, Cadillacs and your passion around those cars. You are still avid 
uh, photographer, an avid photographer, and I just read a post on yours on Facebook a few days ago that your arms retired because you took some, what was it, 15,000 photos? Uh, 18,000 almost. 18,000 photos in a weekend. Uh, we talked about Hurricane Sandy. We talked about affiliate marketing successes and failures. You shared all kinds of tips on how to make money and some strategies that a lot of people have never really thought about or implemented that were just uh, really quite something. And that was episode number 388 and number 348. And then if those uh, wanna, uh, listeners want to look back in the archives, you'll find Vinny in a number of, uh, quite a number of episodes. But let's, let's do this. Let's, let's talk about uh, what you've been up to maybe what you're, uh, you're doing and what's working for you today. And maybe go, let's go back a little bit and tell us a little bit about your history and your personal story and, and, and that. Well, you know, as I wrote in the bio, uh, I started on eBay in 99 and then I decided to make some websites and cause I was making pages for eBay auctions and I'm like, Oh, I can put some of these together. And I started writing content and content and content. And then the Florida update happened for Google and it erased all the spammy sites that were ahead of me. And I actually fell into some very good rankings for a long, long time. So I took that strategy along with uh, somebody who wrote a book. I believe his name was James Martell. And I used his content strategies, which were pretty much aligned with mine, with what I was doing at the time. And uh, let's just say 38 sites later, that's where we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And at the time, I remember we met up, you and I met up in Soho at one of the very first share sale think tanks, if not, maybe the first, I'm not sure. I remember, oh. I remember it was in 2004 and we met in a little pub and there maybe was, I don't know, 20, 25, 30 people there in total. Yeah. And if you think about the 20 or 25 people that were in that room, there is a lot of people that made a lot of money over the years. There is. And, and I would bet most of those, and I can remember quite a number of them uh, are still in the business to this day. Here we are, what, 13 years later. And just got a little bit of a testimony to the solidity of the business. And I remember at the time you were working, or maybe you were just retired or about to retire from the New York subway. No, I was still working. Uh, I don't know. When did I retire? Around 2008, I think. I stuck another 10 years, and even though I was doing well with affiliate marketing. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, it was pretty interesting to me. I've always been a big uh, subway buff, and I know if you go onto Google, you can look for the hidden subway tunnels of New York City and the abandoned ones and all of the different lines and stuff. And I guess you had a chance to see a lot of that stuff, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I was uh, down there because what they used to do, uh, they, they used to store the trains at, like, the end of the stations. There's the end of the, the line is an extra tunnel or whatever. And I'd be down there and crawling around and, you know, not crawling around, but, you know, going to the subway to put the signs in and stuff. And uh, I seen a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of graffiti artists, uh, a lot of homeless laying back there because nobody would bother them, of course, because there's nobody yeah. else down there. Uh, an interesting thing that ha that happened, I uh, put the signs in the train for the the movie uh, Die Hard, where they yeah. had the explosion and the train or whatever. They uh, they had the train sitting down there for for years, and we just put all the signs in, and then they took it out one day and used it as uh, for the movie. Is that the one that they shot up under the road? No, that's the one that they, uh, you're thinking the movie Speed. Uh, okay, you're right, you're right. This is in Die Hard, but they, the guy blows up the train around Wall Street to create the explosion or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 90% of that was done in Hollywood, you know, with special effects and stuff, but the actual train, that was kind of cool, so. That's very cool, that's very cool, and I know... Uh, you always give us some great advice. Of course, Affiliate Summit is held there every August, 
and you're always giving us some good advice on places to go. And I'm a big fan of uh, for affiliates and anybody in the industry who's going to that event to, you know, get into New York a couple days early and maybe stay a couple days later after the event and bookend it with a, a bit of sightseeing. And one of the things that you said to Arlene and I, in fact, you said a few things we got to do the circle tour around the island, which was great. And then the another one you said is you got to go see the transit museum which we did and it was spectacular yeah it's nice to go back in history and see all the old trains and stuff yeah so we walked down into this old subway station that had been all restored and the platform on both sides was subway trains going right back to the i guess right back to the very beginning so you got to go on this a train from maybe 100 years ago and then 10 years later and 10 years earlier and all the way up to current day that was pretty cool yeah, even the station itself was, I think, made in the 40s. So Wow, wow. Yeah, a lot of history in that city. And uh, we don't have that in the West Coast, of course. Uh, Vancouver didn't come along uh, till, as far as the major growth until a long time after the East Coast, uh, like most West Coast cities. So it's always good for us uh, West Coasters to get over the East Coast and see that uh, that kind of stuff. So, hey, now let me ask you. Let's let's get down to business here about the uh, the, 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 the industry here. What, what have you been up to maybe the last couple of years in the affiliate space? Uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, book promotion sites, uh, author promoting books for authors that have their books on Amazon and eBooks and all of that stuff. Um, basically, I end up with four different websites, and I have uh, self-serving author interviews, and the authors can submit their book to me, and I push it out through social media and through all my websites and through uh, email newsletters, which of course is the grand baby of everything. And one of the thing, one of the things that you've uh, you've always been very good at is coming up with strategies and employing strategies that work and getting rid of ones that don't. And in your particular case, you 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 started talking about this quite a number of years ago now, this self serving content. And I know you're a big fan of Gravity Forms and getting your users to supply you with the content. Talk to that if you would. Yeah, that that that's correct. I'm very good on very big on uh, having interviews. Uh, which I'll get into later on with uh, one of the sites that I'm making right now. But uh, yeah, I have a whole bunch of sites and I ask for author interviews so that the author can, you know, say a little bit about themselves and, you know, get the word out. And then there's links to buy the books and stuff. And since it's in the writing industry, these authors will do interviews through my gravity forms and they're kind of quite long. And of course, Google loves long form content. And in the articles themselves, I actually have a question uh, if you were stranded on a deserted island, what three books would you take with you? And of course, everybody is, you know, all these authors, you know, they're saying Hemingway and all the famous authors. So the sites end up ranking for the term Hemingway and books. So very interesting. And this whole idea of self-serving content, one, one thing that I, I've noted is the largest, probably maybe the largest top 10 websites in the world mm -hmm. don't create their own content. I believe and, that. And if we think about it, Google doesn't create content. They index it. Facebook doesn't create content. They just give us a place to post it. YouTube doesn't create content. They just give us a place to upload videos. And Twitter doesn't create content. They allow the users to do it. And if you just go down the list, they're not creating content. They're, they've set it up in such a way that we, as the public, can come in and add content. They reap the benefits of it. They wrap it in advertising, and they make the revenue. And that's essentially what you're doing is you're having authors come into your site and I would imagine they're posting, they're, they're doing a little promo for their book and they're explaining what their book's about, why they wrote it. What, what, what kind of content in this particular context are they creating for you? 
Yeah, well, I have two 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 different types. Uh, one where they can fill out a form and and get their book promoted with just like a bio and a little description of the book. Or then I have another form, which is uh, the interview part, where I ask about seven or eight questions. So they end up with about three thousand to four thousand words per uh, interview. Yeah, and of course Google loves that. <laughs> well, and it's pretty brilliant too because you're actually you're actually actually having writers, authors write the content for you. So I would imagine they're pretty good with the pen, or I guess yes. with the keyboard and the writing of their content. So that's a a pretty brilliant idea. The, uh, the, sa the same strategy though could be used for other other niches. Uh, music would be one. We interview bands and have the bands you know promote themselves and stuff like that. It's not just limited to authors, which is kind of cool because uh, like right now. Uh, I, I have at least five other sites that I'm working on that are following the same model, which I should have a name for. It should be like Vinny's content marketing plan or something. <laughs> so, so, you know, something. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Hey, let's do this. I can see we're up against the break. When we get back, I want to talk, I don't want to get too much into the technical end of it, but I want to talk a little bit about gravity forms. Cause I know that's uh, new to many listeners uh, and exactly how you use it, because I believe that's the, the engine that drives the ability for you to gather in this content. And then you can maybe just walk us through at a high, high level on how you're going about using that. Fair enough. Sure. Sounds good. All right, so uh, we're up against the clock. We will be right back after a very quick break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E-Digital.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. WebmasterRadio.fm. Where everywhere time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterio.fm here's james and arlene i'm here with Vinny o'hare internet pioneer uh longtime friend and we're talking about why it pays to still think outside the box now Vinny, let's jump into uh gravity forms a little bit 
give the listeners that may not be familiar with that service a little uh, heads up on it and how you use it. Okay, well, Gravity Forms is a WordPress plugin. And, of course, all of my sites are using WordPress, uh, except for one, which is a major headache. But uh, and, you, and that's the Cadillac one, but we won't get into that. Uh, I got I to go on Upwork and pay somebody to change that whole thing over. But uh, Gravity Forms is a WordPress plugin, and it has a whole bunch of different things in there. And you can have – uh, they have a little thing called Perks where you can uh, integrate it with PayPal and integrate it with Aweber. So when somebody does fill out a form, they automatically go on your mailing list. Or get an invite, or you know how that whole thing works. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Gravity Form, what it has the ability to do, and everybody misses this. And when I say it, they they like, oh my god, I didn't know it does that. When the user goes in and fills out the form, it goes into WordPress as a post. So all I have to do is go in and hit publish. So the ease of the ease of use for all of this is beyond. Uh, Easy, I should say. <laughs> yeah, so so not only are you having the authors create the content, you're actually having them submit the content as well, directly right. to your website. Directly to the website, and I just go in and hit publish. You know, check for spelling errors real quick, and and that's it. But uh, that's the ability, because you can make posts really, really fast if somebody's submitting it to you. So. so now with this, so you're using this for, for photography. What other kind of niches do you see that people maybe should be looking at? Uh, it, it would work. The photography side, it hasn't really done, but any single thing where you can interview uh, the leaders in that niche, it'll work for. Because that's all you got to do is send them an email with a form and tell them it only takes five minutes and they'll get a link back to their website and they'll be promoted for forever on, on the site. And of course, once Google picks up all of your content, you become an authority site, and people trip over each other to submit the interview. Yeah, yeah. So then if I could ask, how do you go about monetizing a website like that? Uh, there's two ways that the, the site makes money. Of course, uh, Google AdSense, and there's also uh, featured premium services where uh, the author gets charged like uh, anywhere from $10 to $125 to go on all the websites and go out in the newsletter, extra social media and all of that stuff. So, and that's just with the, the submit the book part of it, not the interview. The interviews are always free. How about photography? You've, you've been at this for a long time now. What, give us a, an update on what you've been doing with your camera. Yeah. The, the camera part has been very uh, interesting for me out here in Arizona. There's a lot of barrel racing and I've been getting into barrel racing because the speed of the, the rider and the quick turns and all that, it's very, uh, it makes for very cool photographs. Let's put it that way. So uh, out here, like I combine the photography with barrel racing, and I'm in the middle of making a barrel racing website right now uh, yeah. uh, called Southwest Barrels. I I went in and I seen that there is no industry leader for the Southwest for all of these barrel racing. And I have all of these pictures and then one day I picked up a magazine, uh, Barrel Horse News or whatever, and it had an interview with uh, one of the moms who does the barrel racing. And it was all about uh, how they go during the week and, you know, they got to train the horse and they got to get the kids ready for school and how busy their week is and all of that. And right. I found the article fascinating. And right now what I'm in the middle of setting up is an author interview for barrel racers and barrel racing mothers. 
so that they could submit. And the thing is with them, they're always looking for sponsors, like all the trailer companies and cowboy hats and yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it pays for them to submit a little bit of content for free and maybe get sponsorships. So, and that's going to be all done with gravity forms, of course. Of course. And it's funny. I actually know barrel racing, barrel racing, because my little sister used to be a barrel racer. Oh, that's funny. And uh, it's pretty intense. Yes. Yes. Uh, I see these girls and, and some of them are like six, seven years old and they run around these barrels in like 18 seconds. And <laughs> it's, it's hard to get, get clear photos of, of course, you know, but uh, my camera is pretty good at that. I, I give the camera more credit than myself. <laughs> so, but, so let's talk about photography and imageries, images as, as a form of content, because I know sometimes we don't really think of it that, think of it as that, but it's a very simple way to create a large amount of content, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'll just take this weekend alone. I took uh, 16,000 pictures because it was a two day event, 8,000 each day. And those pictures will end up going on Facebook and all the barrel racers will be sharing them like crazy. So that brings more content to the site. They will be going on the website itself for Google rankings, uh, image searches. They will end up going in a book, believe it or not. I'm, I'm in the middle of making a photography book for barrel racing. Uh, and they also get sold to the barrel racers through my store. So it's four different ways right there alone. You bet. You bet. And I remember walking into uh – I believe it was affiliate summit. It's got to be four five, six years ago now. And we were in Austin, Texas. You were there. Deb was there. And Arlene and I walk in and you've got this big round table and it's just full of all the books that you guys have had created. Talk to that a little bit, because that's, I, I know you, that's when you, I think you were first starting down that path of creating these beautiful picture books using your, your, your cameras. Yeah. The pic, the picture books is uh, really good because it's so simple to do. Uh, you just take the photo, you open up a Word document, you insert the picture, and then you compress the, the whole Word document and you upload it to Amazon and you're done. You have a book. So uh, the photography and the uh, Amazon self-publishing have kind of collided for me in a good way. So, so what, kind of, what are some of the books that you guys have done? Because I know you've done a lot of books. Yeah, uh, Deb's mostly doing butterflies and hummingbirds, which is part of the reason why we're down here in Tucson, because it's like the world's largest uh, amount of hummingbirds hmm. uh, cool. down here. So and That must course, be quite the cat. You, you talk about bear rail, uh, racers being fast. Those little wings are just like, just fast. you can't even see them. Yeah, but that's that's nothing compared to when I'm taking a photo of a hummingbird and an F-16 goes by, because <laughs> we, have, we have all uh, Army and Air Force and stuff here, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah we don't get a lot of that up in Canada. I think we have like seven jets, and two of them aren't working right now, and they're on the East Coast. Yeah, we get seven a day. Uh, <laughs> where we are is an actual international training base. So there'll be uh, you'll see uh, MiG fighters being chased by USA fighters. That's always interesting. Yeah, that's you know? good. You got your camera out for that? Yeah, they're, they're too, too quick for me. So. Uh. I can see we, uh, we're up against the break. I got some pretty cool questions for you. One is going to be about Billy Joel again when we get back. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And after a quick word from our sponsors, we'll be right back. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network through iHeartRadio. 
iTunes, Stitcher. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook Terms of Service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Don't get caught in a web of confusion. Learn the ropes on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Yes, it's James Wartell here, and Arlene is away. However, I'm here with Vinny O'Hare, internet pioneer, podcaster, speaker, author, and a highly successful affiliate marketing. We're talking about why it still pays to think outside the box. So Vinny, so far you shared self uh, content created by authors, content being created by others, importing it directly into your website by them, submitting it to you using gravity forms. You've talked about photography, using images, creating picture books. Let's talk a little bit about, I remember the CNN story. And I remember seeing you being credited for it on CNN in Canada, and which means it's CNN International as well as the U.S. Talk to that story a little bit, because again, there's your camera at work. Yeah, that's kind of strange. Uh, even though it was planned, it wasn't planned to be on CNN or whatever, or seeing the, the space shuttle crash. Uh, what happened was in New York City, they brought the last, uh, I should say, the first space shuttle, uh, the Enterprise, in to be put on. Uh, USS Intrepid Museum in the Hudson River. So I was there and I watched them fly it in, uh, which was kind of cool. I joined the aviation forum the night before it came in. So I knew exactly which runway they were going to use and all of that stuff. Uh, and then about a week later or a few days later, they brought it by barge, which was kind of the stupidest decision in the history of the world. They hmm. brought it in on a barge. And let's just say the space shuttle is 55 feet wide. They used a 45-foot-wide barge, so, and the space that they had to go through was 60 feet. So they only had five feet on both sides. And instead of having a wider barge where it, uh, it would, if it crashed, it would hit the barge, they decided to use a, a shorter barge, which was exactly what happened. The, 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 I was lined up on a bridge watching the space shuttle come through because I knew it was going to be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So I was f- taking photos of that. And I didn't know it at the time, but the space shuttle, actually, the wind caught it just as it was going underneath this train bridge, and it smashed the wing, and the, the parts of the wing were in, in the water and all of that stuff. But uh, later on that day, somebody on the aviation forum again said, oh, the space shuttle crashed, and it hit the bridge or whatever. I wish somebody was there to get pictures. And I went back, and I looked at my pictures, and sure enough, I had like a dozen of them. And it was only one really good shot that they could use close up because it was so far away. It was yeah. probably three quarters of a mile away from me when I took the picture. But uh, the miracle of camera lenses uh, helped that out. Yeah. So what ended up happening is I posted the photo on 
the aviation forum and within minutes my phone rang it was uh cnn news desk and of course i was thinking it was an alan funt type uh you know thing one of my buddies playing a trick on me yeah yeah and uh I probably just dated myself, huh, Alan Font? Yeah, you did actually, badly. <laughs> yeah, if you're a millennial listening to this, you're gonna you're gonna have to Google who Alan Font is. I ain't gonna get yeah, away. Right. But uh, yeah, so the thing hit the wing, and uh, the pieces were in the water, and and all of that. And the guy called me, and next thing I know, I'm signing releases for to have my photo used on CNN. And the biggest mistake I made, uh, since I wasn't home in front of the computer, they asked me what I wanted to be credited as. And I was like, just put Vinnie O'Hare up there. And so the first time it ran, it ran as with Vinnie O'Hare on the thing. And then I got smart. I says, I called him back and I says, change it to VinnieO'Hare.com. At least I'll get some web traffic out of it. Yeah. Well, I I probably had about twenty or thirty thousand people come to my website looking for space shuttle photos, and there was none because I never oh. made a post about it. <laughs> so it was all all wasted. But that shows you the power of type in traffic because there was no link ever to my website either from CNN or from. I, I think they actually did have a link from CNN, for, but it was a couple hours. Yeah. But the the power of write-in traffic. That's, wow. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. always a great story. I love that story. So, hey, let's do this. I can see we got a couple minutes left only. Talk, if you would, about developing content uh, around your passion, because that's clearly what you do, and it's fueled you for years. Talk to that. It, it it's funny. It's always it always comes down to content and content newsletters and all of that stuff. But uh, sometimes the sites that you think are your passion end up fizzling out, and that's more important to know when to give up on that. Uh, my coffee site is a perfect example of that. Uh, I couldn't create enough content to make a dent, and it's such a saturated marketplace that that didn't work. Uh, I had an auto parts one for a while that was just strictly auto parts, and that didn't work. So what I want to say is your passions change and know when to make that pivot and stop what you're doing. Does that make sense? That makes total sense because I, I, I've seen it too and I've done it. I've seen uh, sites of mine that fizzled away and I hang on to them and I'm just like, I'm not letting this go. And then I do remember the time though when I finally got to the point where I let go of about 40 domain names. It's like, I'm done, done. I- I don't think I've owned 40 domain names in my lifetime, actually. That's amazing. Uh, right now, I have, I think, 36 sites. And I don't, getting a domain name for me is the last thing in the process, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. I, I normally have a well thought out plan. I couldn't care what the domain is. And a lot of people work the opposite way. And they say, oh, boom, this would be a good domain. Oh, it's available. Oh, let's buy it. And next thing you know, you got this thing for six or seven years and you never do anything with it. That's the only right. thing it's See- doing is, is sucking your time. Uh, and you know? your and your credit card, yeah, your credit card, and uh, it takes you away from thinking about other things. That's why when I came up to this power racing thing, I'm like, what am I going to get rid of? And the coffee site, the NASCAR site, uh, kind of went back burner a little bit, and one of my other ones, I forget what it even was, probably the Rift Tag site. So, very good advice. So, so talk to maybe new affiliates because you've been around for, I guess you were. Obviously, one of the very first, and I know you are because we met a long time ago and you'd already been at it for years. Uh, Talk to those who are maybe just getting started and give them some words of encouragement, maybe a little bit of direction on where they should be focusing their efforts. Well, you know, I'm a big content guy and it'll always be content for me. Content newsletters, autoresponders, starting an email newsletter list should be the very first thing. As soon as you get an idea for a site, Put up a Facebook page and put something on there to collect emails. Something just to 
because you can always market to that list. That's the the, the biggest thing. Uh, it was probably my first first biggest mistake. Uh, even if you listen to the, the guys now who are doing this stuff, Pat Flynn, he'll say it, it was the, the biggest mistake. I'm sure you didn't start your email newsletter list right away either, right? I started in 99. I didn't start a newsletter till end of 2004. Wow. Five years took me to figure that out. Five years. Now, see, I, truck. Was, I was the opposite on uh, the Cadillac site because I collect. I started collecting emails right away. So I had a, a loyal base. I should, should say I still have a loyal base uh, of emails from that. And you're talking 1999. This is 18 years ago I got guys on my email list. Wow. And, and don't you love this RSS to email feature? Explain that real quick and then we'll wrap her up. Yes, RSS to, to – it's how I do all my newsletters. Aweber has the service in there. Uh, ConvertKit actually has the, the service in there, and you can actually break it up into different uh, niches, uh, different sub-niches, I should say. So I haven't given that a shot yet. I probably will at some point. Uh, it's very similar to the Aweber tag thing. But, uh, yeah, you just put your RSS feed in there, and every WordPress site has an RSS feed. It's whatever your domain name is, slash feed, and a trailing slash, and that's your email newsletter. Every that's time right. a new blog, every time you write a new blog post, it goes out. Yeah, and that's that's such an important step. And that's you're right. That's one that many, including myself, have or missed early on, and not anymore, obviously. In fact, I would actually say, if it wasn't for my email list, I probably still wouldn't be in this business because of the ups and downs, of just generally being in business and the online world and the changes over the years. If you don't have an audience to 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 be able to talk to, and you're constantly relying on maybe Facebook or Google or wherever your traffic's coming from, your your business is going to be very short lived, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. You know, you know, I always get X no, email is dead. Email is dead, and then uh. you go into your email inbox. And they'll, you'll get the same email affiliate because they're using the same swipe codes from yeah, all the, yeah. the so-called gurus or whatever. You know, I'll get 10 emails on the same project all of a sudden, you know, overnight. Yeah. So if email was dead, they wouldn't be doing it. That's right. Email is, in fact, I just read an article from the Direct Marketing Association from a few years ago who says that email has, a, on average, a 3,800% return on investment, and it's still by far the number one marketing strategy on the internet. And I would agree with that. And you know, you know what I, I don't do is uh, HTML newsletters, uh, fancy with background and all of that, yeah. because everybody's reading their email on their phone. If I get an HTML email that's on my phone that I can't read, I'm unsubscribing. Yeah. So, um, new, newspapers are printed on white, you know, black text on white background. So, same thing same with, with magazines. My, yep. Works it works. Well. Works well. Well, my friend, I want to thank you again for having you on. Always, we'll have to get you back uh, in the near future again, get another update. Always love uh, your insight and your advice, and it's always greatly appreciated. Thanks for having me on. And to our listeners, uh, if there's anything mentioned here that uh, that you missed and you'd like to review or take uh, some notes or have a look at the notes, we do take all the show notes for you. And you'll find them for this particular episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB477. And as usual, I invite you to come hang out with us every week here on Webmaster Radio every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific for the Affiliate Buzz. And the final reminder that if you'd like to be alerted each week to new episodes, I invite you to subscribe to the Affiliate Buzz, one of my email lists. And uh, it only takes a minute, actually probably about 15 seconds if you open up an email right now and send a blank email 
to affiliate underscore buzz at jamesmartell.com. That's affiliate underscore buzz at jamesmartell.com. Benny, thanks again. And to our listeners, thanks for listening to another edition of the Affiliate Buzz. Opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.